Box Box. It's time for our podcast. It's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. What? You're listening to the Pit Wall Girls podcast hosted by Darlene and Adriana. <laughs> and we're live. <laughs> and we're live. <laughs> I'm so excited to be recording during this break. This mini break. This mini break. Because yeah. it feels like summer 2.0. Yeah, in the fall. <laughs> in the fall. Yes, so a lot has happened. The last race we watched was Monza. Monza, yes. Any comments on Monza? Um, no, I don't. But we heard it was a mess. <laughs> Another mess? <laughs> Another mess. Like, actually a mess. Like, to be an attendee at the race. Yeah, I used to have Monza on my, like, GP bucket list. And it hasn't fallen off, but it's definitely at the bottom of the bucket. Yeah, they need to figure that out. Yeah, just not. Because it's, I, seeing that, do not want to go next year. Yeah, I do not want or to like, go either. It's at the bottom now. Mm-hmm. Wait, we have to talk about Nick. And oh, him. Nick's debut. Yeah. How did we forget about that? Uh, that was crazy. He drove for Aston Martin um, in one of the practice sessions. And then Alex Albon got. Little Alex. He got appendicitis. And so Nick stepped up and. He did really well. Did really, really well. Yes, he delivered. Um, I loved how everyone was like congratulating him after. (laughs) Wait, did you see when he had to be taken out of the car? Yes. I can't move my arms. Oh my gosh. That, he was so sore he couldn't even get out. He needed help. Yeah, he did. He did need help. Um, He's so little. I just thought of a baby being taken out of a high chair. that, That just shows like how intense that is. Yeah. Especially if you're not training for it regularly, which, but I mean, he does drive in Formula Wait, E. Wait, yeah, he's like, I think the world champion of Formula E. Yeah, so he's not like not driving, right? I don't know. But I guess we're going to have to see if he's getting a seat. I hope he does. I mean, Toto is his manager. Yeah. He's going to make something he's gonna happen. He's going to make something happen. There's still so many empty seats. Yeah. Un- unannounced. Well, and how many races are there left? Six now. It's so sad when it ends. <laughs> it's going to be a long winter. And then winter. the next thing is Drive to Survive. No, they're going to have us all winter break long. Yeah, you're right. Well, we're not recapping Monza because it was a bit ago. But we can recap some of the stuff that happened in the social medias in the past week or so. Tell the story. I don't know, you guys. The second episode we recorded, I felt like that was a little bit of... We spoke a lot of things into existence, no? Yeah, we did. Um, we did mention Isa, Carlos's girlfriend, how I messaged her through her like podcast page or whatever. But you guys, she voted on Pitwa Girls' Instagram. <laughs> I made a I made a post saying who wore it best because Isa and Lewis Hamilton wore very similar, like sparkly jeans. And I was like, okay, who even voted? Like, you know, we're pretty new. And I swipe up, and it's Isa. Isa voted. Isa voted for herself. No, but she wrote Queen Isa or Sir Lewis. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And she voted Queen Isa. Yes, you guys. So we're getting so close. I think that she's gonna be the first wag we have on our podcast. I hope so. I would want no one else to be the first one for her. She's our fave. She is our fave. Yeah. Um, her podcast is back and I've been jamming to that Monday mornings on my way to work. It's in Spanish. Sorry for you English speaking peeps only. Or I mean, I guess non-Spanish speaking. One from like Armenia is listening to us. Someone (laughs) from Germany is listening to us. We're going worldwide. Kind of like the F1 2023 calendar. Wow. That was a good segue. That was a good segue. You're listening to the Pit Walk Girls podcast, <laughs> hosted by Darlene and Adriana. This is us, and this is our Formula podcast where we talk things on anything, and off the grid. Literally anything F1. Anything F1. We haven't derailed just yet, but let's get into more current events. 24 races in 2023. How many was it this year? 23 races in 2022? Yeah, but one got knocked off. China got knocked off. Oh. Yeah, so 22 races in 2022. Oh, so they're having two more races next year than this year. Yeah, they're, I guess it's the China race is back. 
And then Vegas. Vegas. That's exciting. Are we going? I won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wish. Maybe. I put a donation down, so we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. It would be a vibe. I think I would prefer to go to a European race. I would, too. But it is easier to travel. Yeah, too. I guess it's easier to travel, but I feel it's going to be, like, skyrocket expensive. Oh, 100%. But that's literally fights anywhere right now. There's a lot of talk about the calendar for next year because even though they kind of rearranged some of the races they're still flying to america to europe to the middle east back and forth like they're coming to miami in may and then i think they come back to canada around june or july and then they come back to vegas in november and it's not it doesn't logistically make sense sometimes yeah towards the end they they keep it like in this half of the world mm-hmm like when it goes when they go to Mexico, Brazil, Austin, Vegas. Yeah. That's like they keep it all over sense. here. But that yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. They're all over the place. Okay. Like Bahrain to Australia and two weeks later. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I, I can't imagine. I get tired from getting on like a two hour flight home. Yeah. And all the things they have to move. My brain does not want to think about that. All the things they have to move, the cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what we said on our last podcast. We said, what can Ferrari do wrong? Like, are they going to forget the car in Zandvoort? And then their bus broke down. The bus going to Monza broke down. Yeah. Whatever they had yeah. in there. Probably the car. Um, yes. Yeah, so the Vegas date was released, which the race is going to be on a Saturday night. Loki, I do kind of wish it was. Oh, it thing. is on a Saturday night? Yeah. So is the weekend going to start Thursday? I think so. Is there going to be a sprint? That would be so nice. That would be cool. Then we're really going. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if if we were to go to a race with a sprint, which we will explain later. I love a sprint. In this episode. Um, That's like even more worth it to me because you're kind of getting two races in one. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that Miami wasn't a sprint race and we experienced our first real like race traditional yeah. but I love a sprint even like on the weekends when I'm watching it at home like oh, I have something good it's to so do exciting. Saturday like morning. on Saturday it's exciting yeah and then Friday instead is quality so it's like three exciting yes. things in a <laughs> row like we just get gifted okay maybe you should pitch that to Vegas oh, okay on the calendar I noticed this today there's a little star that says that's only going to be the date if the track is approved by like the FIA or something. So if like they go and do an inspe- inspection and it's like not up to par, this <laughs> might not happen. Because <laughs> it's the second to last race. Uh, yeah. I feel like Vegas would be, I know it's always Abu Dhabi, but I feel like Vegas would be a really cool place to end. Yeah, that would be very cool. But someone can still become world champion there. Can you imagine the partying they would do? A party. Next year when Charles becomes world champion because he will become Bless world his champion. Bless his heart. <laughs> That's painful that you just reminded me. Of no, me. you know what's painful? That Danny's not going to get to race in Vegas. Well, let's hope. Maybe he'll come back. But he won't have a seat for next year when it's okay, the first Okay, but maybe race. he'll come back after. Okay, guys. We're going to get into a little guest the grid later on. Um, Yeah, so Monaco was renewed to 2025, which you were making a big deal about. But it's just like, what is F1 without a Monaco race? I think it'll be on the calendar for more years to come. Australia renewed. I think the problem with Monaco that they always say is that the cars are getting too big for the roads. Oh. And so it's like, that's why you literally can't overtake there because there just is no space. That makes a lot of sense. And like, they're not going to fix. Monaco to make that work it's in the streets so and the cars just keep getting like longer and it's just like and more like wide yeah you know with all like this interest in formula one you know for like I guess American sporting events or not even just American but when they're doing Super Bowl and like World Cup how cities have to bid to be the ones who host I think that like in the next few years we can expect to see that like cities and countries fighting to host the grand prix that is true like less contracts you mean like scheduled and more like lottery yeah probably like i don't know how that works. lotteries mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i don't really know how the contracts work because 
Australia till 2035. That's so wild. They're going down there. That's for 13 more years. 12. I'm going to be so embarrassed. My kid's going to be carting by My then. My mouth is the worst. Your kid's going to be carting by then. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. That, that's such a cute sport to see them in. And like mm-hmm. little cutie little jumpsuits. Ah. And they're like four feet tall. I'm going to be the mom with like, drink your electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. So ah. summer break 2.0. We're getting the content served, you guys. Um, we got a new Don't Blink episode today. That's Carlos's little YouTube series where he, it's his vlog. Yeah, his little vlog. He does release them, I would say, like, very sporadic. So, like, his one that he just released was on Silverstone, which was in... Months ago. In June or July. Yeah. So, he does release them, like, a little after the fact of, like, when things happen, but they are good. I feel like. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. Yeah. I just think probably his like content creator is not on it. Yeah. I could dabble in that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe whoever he pays for, it's like, okay, six episodes a season. So he's got (laughs) to spread it out. He's got to spread it out. He needs to like upgrade to the next package. Yeah, he does. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Is there any more news? I feel like no, because it's just a lot of rumors right now. Like who's going where? Yeah. So is Nick going to get a C? Is. Mm -hmm. So before Guess the Grid, I'm trying to think like anything I've seen on social media, just a lot of like. Thirst traps. Oh, we didn't talk about Pierre's. Pierre's thirst Oh, my God, you guys. So, Pierre is known to do his, like, little photo dumps. His photo race dumps. Fo- photo dumps. And there's always a thirst trap in there. Him and his little tiny shorts, his 12 Him pack. with his abs. But. And the- there's always Yuki content. If there isn't, then it's not a good photo dump. Yeah. So, he posted his second to last photo dump, which did not have the usual thirst trap there was like no half naked picture of him <laughs> instead there was a there was a tweet at monza where while we were in monza uh-huh. because of all the like grid penalties and stuff no one knew where they were going to start so he tweeted does anyone know like what position i'm going to start the race tomorrow and then <laughs> someone responded missionary and he liked it and he screenshotted it and re- put it in his photo dump yes <laughs> and then some it, it keeps on going someone commented like you do look like a guy who likes missionary and he replied the doggy emoji and then lewis, Hamil- lewis hamilton's dog you know how he has an instagram account yeah he commented dot 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 <laughs> <laughs> that is funny so yeah pierre is out there Oh, I love Pierre. Being like a little F boy. Pierre's another one where, like, yeah, he might not be out the tour next year. We don't know, yeah. So I guess let's get into a little guess the grid, driver's market, silly season, whatever you want to call it. I like to call it guess the grid. Guess the grid is cute. Let's start with Mick, who was at Disneyland with Esteban for his birthday. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah, they're so they're cute. So, it's so, like, I we're always so focused on, like, Carlos and Lando that, like, we don't really focus on the other bromances, and I like that bromance. Yeah, I like doing the podcast because it's kind of, like, forcing me to do a little more research, like, yeah. I'd, like go outside of our normal content. Yeah, finding myself going to, like, Lance Stroll's Instagram to see what he's up to in case I got a report. Yeah. I was looking at that post you sent today about the, um, the paid for points. Oh, that's crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. We'll have to repost it on our Instagram. Good and we'll idea. save it. We'll save, we'll make a little highlight. Yes. Where we'll say some of these things that we talk about. Yeah, like reference the post. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was basically the driver's salary and how many points they have and how much each point is worth. Yes. I um, read that once upon a time, like Kimmy, when he went back to F1, he was joining the team that wasn't that good. And I think they told him for every point you score for us, we'll give you a $50,000 bonus. He ended up like scoring... I don't know how many points. They, they couldn't pay him? I think that they owed him over $20 million. I don't know. It was something crazy. But till this day, they owe him money. It was the Lotus team. Like, they're bankrupt. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Go um, Kimmy. Yeah, go Kimmy. <laughs> and, I mean, they're paid like athletes, so. Because they are real athletes. Yeah, they so are real what, athletes. I can't do the little noise Daniel makes. You know how he goes? 
<laughs> I'm a high performance athlete. <laughs> I don't know this. What? <laughs> I will probably cut this out, but did you see our story today that I put Georgie loves Danny? Yes. Okay, because they use. Is it real sweat? It's real sweat. I'm a high performance athlete. Athletes sweat. Sweat, baby. <laughs> I wish I could do that, but I can't. Yes. So they are real athletes. Oh, boys. Uh, yes. So Megan Esteban hanging out, which leads to Esteban really advocating still for Mick to get this um, Alpine seat. Alpine seat. We don't know what's going to happen with him. Honestly, I feel like there's this, all this commotion. He might just stay at Haas. I mean, he could. I wouldn't mind him staying. I want him to stay in F1, I hope. Oh, yeah. I definitely want him in F1, but I'm just thinking, But maybe, I don't know. It really depends what Haas has in store for next year because they've been doing a lot better this year. Yeah, they're doing pretty good this year. But if you're like besties, like Esteban and Mick, do you want to be competitors? I mean, maybe they'll make it work, but history shows that those relationships never work. Lost my water. Oh my god, Nico and Lewis Hamilton. Nico, that's exactly what I was referring to. I mm-hmm. found it. <laughs> I know, I can read your brain. <laughs> um, Yuki uh, has not been confirmed, but it's pretty clear that he is probably going to be there. And You think? Yeah, I think Yuki's going to stay at Afatari. And then that other seat, which is Pierre's seat, is the one that would be, quote-unquote, the vacancy. What about Joe? He, he's going to stay at Alfa uh, Romeo. Okay. Yeah, so it's really just Williams, Haas, Alpine. Am I missing one? That are the ones that have potential open seats. I still can't believe Oscar. Oscar, I yeah, still can't believe Oscar. I, I don't know. I, I believe it, but I don't. like. It doesn't feel real. I just feel like, no, you. it's going to be really hard to change people's minds. And they're always going to see him and think of Daniel not being there yeah but you know what i think people think about it briefly and then everyone moves on <laughs> not me not when daniel is the sport he is not the sport who's the sport no one is the sport lewis hamilton is the sport okay lewis hamilton is the sport now but like people aren't the sport Schumacher. he's he was the sport at his time too I think it's whoever's winning. That is true. Oh, Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen is the sport. I don't know. I wouldn't say he's the sport. He's dominating. Like, in the stands, the way people cheer for Max Verstappen is, like, how they cheer for NFL football teams. Do you not see me cheering for Max in your living room? (laughs) Yes. Your neighbors can hear me jumping. At all races, his fan base is huge. I think he is the sport right now. Yeah. And he's winning, so makes sense. Go Maxi. Go Maxi. Um, oh, he might become world champion at the next race. Is it this one? Yeah, Singapore. Or, like, what place does he have to get into that he, like, automatically wins? I think uh, there was, like, a, a chart. And the chart said, like, if he can finish anywhere, I think, first, second, or maybe even third. But then it would it would go on to where Leclerc and Checo finish. So if... Uh, Max finishes in first place. Charles needs to finish finish seventh or below, I think. And Checo also has to finish fourth and below. Like if Checo finishes two and Charles finishes ten, Max still does not become world champion. So it's like very dependent. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. This race. Yeah, no. What it'll probably happen at the next one. It's Japan after because I'm oh not gonna be Oh my goodness. Here. Okay, no, I I'm happy with that because I cannot take Max becoming world champion again in Texas when we're kind of so close. I know that is a little painful. I will agree. Yeah, no, we have um this race which is Singapore, and then we have Japan. I am excited to see the Singapore one. I feel like we haven't one seen a nighttime race in a while. Yeah. And two, I don't think we've we've seen it, right? Because it wasn't last year. Yeah, we haven't seen Singapore. So that will be interesting. They do a lot of coverage of the night races on Netflix. On they're they're all, like, really prepping. They've been doing a lot of prep in, like, humidity because of the weather. Mm-hmm. That, that <laughs> wink. <laughs> oh, my God. 
sauna boxing like that sounds intense carlos at carlos signs i love the sauna (laughs) (laughs) um yes carlos has been prepping georgie has been prepping lando has not been prepping (laughs) lando has been djing dj lando on the turntables not in the sauna we need to talk about that lando's a little party boy there is let him live he's on vacay right now Oh, I'm letting him live, but then I'm he's, a, he's, I'm the sad fan when he doesn't win. I you know. Guys, I think no. he's given up. He's given up <laughs> this season. He's like, Daniel's not my teammate anymore. He's really sad about it. I'm sure. There's um, such a crossover between DJs and Formula One. Have you not noticed it? So Kygo gave Max and Lando these little friendship necklaces. They're like diamond palm trees that they all wear. <laughs> you didn't see them no but that's cute yeah um i think they became besties in miami and then they summer breaked a little bit together was kaigo the one that performed while we were in miami mm-hmm. oh was it inside um kaigo did that pre-party on thursday that we didn't oh, go to yes yeah martin garrix i guess he blessed lando with like a dj set this lando weekend. was live streaming he was just remixing music he had a pretty good drop in there i think he should stick to the wheel stick to the wheel not the turntables he needs to focus i was jamming though <laughs> <laughs> georgie sweating on the bike through his hat yeah his and hat was dripping of sweat that's crazy like he, he was sweating from his head yeah, his hat was sweating. His hat was dripping. Honestly, I saw that and I wanted to go for a run. I did not. No? Okay. <laughs> Georgie um, is a well-trained Instagram boyfriend. Yeah. Carmen made a post and it was like portraits of her, which I'm assuming were taken by George. I don't think he does his own Instagram. Um, no. Formula 101. Yeah, we have identified a new trend in our audience and it is girlies whose boyfriends are really into F1. They've seen a couple of races. Um, they watched some episodes of Drive to Survive. And then they heard our podcast. And they love what we had to say about the wag, the drama, the tea. This is like what they're living for. Just like us. Um, but, <laughs> just like us. Just like us. But, you know, these girlies have told us that, you know, they're not too sure who the drivers are. Or, like, they're confused about the teams. And they don't know what's going on. And they don't want... These guys to mansplain them. They want us to tell them what's going on. No mansplaining here. No mansplaining here. We're going to give you the Formula 101, back to basics, whatever you want to call it. We are going to now tell you what the race weekend looks like, who the 10 teams are, and who's driving for them, and whatever else comes to mind. Yeah, I think those are like the basic foundations that Mm -hmm. will prepare you for the next steps. In your Formula One journey. <laughs> yes. Okay, so Formula One <laughs> starts every March. Um, and there's two championships going on at the same time. So there's a driver's championships championship. And there is the constructor's championship. Which means that basically whoever wins this had the better car. Because both of their drivers were scoring the most points. I guess you can think of it that way. The goal is to win both drivers go is to win for themselves but also i guess a little bit for the team because whoever wins first place gets the most amount of money and you know if you have more money you're a better team so you gotta win you can make more investments Mm -hmm. yeah um mercedes won for Mm -hmm. like seven or eight years in a row and obviously they were getting a lot of money so they were a great team like their factory employs over a thousand employees while Haas has like 200, you know, like that's where yeah, you can that's think That's the difference it. that you can see. Yeah. So do we want to go down the current grid or tell them the race weekend? Uh, we can talk about the race weekend first. Okay. So there is technically four days to a race weekend. Starting on Thursday is when everyone kind of arrives to the track, all of the like press conferences happen all the boys are like filming their little like team challenges they're all preparing for the weekend and it technically starts on thursday yeah it's called media day i think media day there we go i call it that (laughs) (laughs) um and then fridays is both two practice sessions so that's when the 
drivers get to go out onto the track and test out the track, do little things with their cars, test enhancements, see the cars performing, and they're like getting used to the track. Yeah, gather data. Yeah, it's a big data day. Yeah, and I've noticed that FP1 is becoming the session where reserve drivers get to test out the cars too. Yeah, especially like newer, right? I feel like later into the season is when we start seeing a lot of test drivers come through. Mm -hmm. Um, Then Saturday is the third practice session. And then it's quali. So qualifying. (laughs) is broken down into three sessions. Q1 is all 20 drivers are driving to set the fastest lap time. So if you land within the top 15 fastest times, you make it on to qualifying session two. Yeah. And then in that session, same rule. And then it's the top 10 teams move on to the last session. Q3. And yeah, to Q3. And so. That's when it gets super intense because it's like the best drivers. Sometimes like someone barely made it into Q3 or it's like someone maybe has never made it to Q3 just makes it and it's really it's exciting. It's a big deal. It's a huge deal. Yeah. Um, and so whoever sets the fastest time gets in first, starts in first place for the race on Sunday. So everyone's time basically gets set to their fastest time and then they get placed in order to start the race on Sunday. Yeah, and uh, getting that first place position is very coveted. It's called being on pole and they get an award and someone famous presents them with a tire. I don't know, they have a little thing. Yeah. And yeah, usually... It it hypes them up. Like they're hyped to be starting from the first place. Yeah. Even in second and third, like those are pretty good places to start as well. Yeah. Just first place, you have such an advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Even second is pretty good because you're in the first row, Mm -hmm. but you are like starting a little bit behind. Like I would, I don't think it's a car's length, is it? No, I, no. No, right? It's less than a car's length, but you do have an advantage. It's a little staggered. We will, when we're doing that pit walk in real life one day, we will (laughs) measure it and let you guys know. Yeah, we'll let you know. We I can look see at like an there. aerial. <laughs> look at an aerial shot. Maybe. No, I want to be uh, on the, there when the yes. engine's roaring. Like the bit. tire blankets are about to be oh taken my God, off. Oh, that's crazy! You have to rush to the side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna can freeze. Can you imagine the chaos? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then Sunday's the race. Um, you know, that's where all the drama happens. Um, maybe some little facts about the this race. This is where the points come in. Yeah, this is where the points come in. Um, there's always a formation lap, so they always go one lap around, kind of get their tires going and start their engines and stuff. Yeah. And then the lights, when the lights go out, it's lights out and away we, we go. go. Um, and yeah, there's some races where... Sometimes there's a red flag right away. Right away, <laughs> crashes, people overtake really easily. Sometimes people, like, don't yeah. start right away. Mm-hmm. That happened to Lando recently. <laughs> yeah, he didn't take off. It was, I don't know, something... Yeah, his car stalled for, like, a second. A stall, yeah. And, like, all it needs is a second to mess up, to, like, ruin the race. Yeah, they they sometimes post like how fast the drivers react in and it's milliseconds like it mm-hmm. makes the world difference um and then every race has a different amount of laps because really i think it goes by a certain amount of i guess kilometers that needs to be raced but some tracks are longer or shorter so that's why some races are 52 laps some races are 77 laps but mm-hmm. really in time it should all be the same because it's more or less the same length. it's all usually like an hour and a half right yeah around, around, around an hour there yeah um i would also like to mention that sometimes there is a sprint which only happens three races for now at least this year three races yeah um and that's where instead of two practice sessions on friday they do one practice session and qualifying and then you qualify basically for a sprint race which is half an hour yes it's half an hour long on saturday i think they do another practice session before too maybe yeah i think so too um and 
those are really exciting because however you finish the race, the sprint race is how you start the actual race on Sunday. But it's kind of just like a more exciting weekend. Yeah. You kind of get like two races in, in the, the, one weekend. Yeah, there's definitely two races um, because you're getting points on Saturday this year. I think last year there were no points, only for the top three. Yeah. This year, I you get points. And, and a good amount of points. I think you get like eight or nine for finishing first place in the sprint. And even one point makes a difference in F1. So imagine eight or nine. Yeah. The sprints are exciting. Yeah. Do you know which other race has a sprint this year? I think it's Brazil. It could be. Let me test. Wait, yes, the sprint is in Brazil. You're right. What date is that? That is the November 11th weekend. So I hope you guys understand how the race weekend looks and why it's more than just Sunday. I feel like a lot of the action happens Saturday, even mm-hmm. Thursdays. But before that sprint, we'll give you a little refresher of what to expect for Brazil. Um, just wake up early for two races. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, That's probably like the hardest part, I would say, for people to, who are wanting to get into the sport is mm-hmm. that they don't want to wake up early, especially if you're in the United States. It's like a European race. It's It's... It's a commitment for sure. Yeah, it's a commitment, but it's also something fun. Like if you have a group of people and like a little ritual around it, I look forward to it. I feel like we had three race weekends in a row and it was like, I was awake by eight every day of the weekend. Yeah, my like, it was schedule nice. was great. Yeah. I didn't miss waking up at like 10, 11. Yeah, by 10, 11, the race was over. I was ready to go do my grocery shopping. <laughs> Before we tell you who is on the grid, which I know you guys want to know. If you win the race, you get 25 points. Second place gets 18. Third place gets 15. And it goes down by increments until the 10th place. It's one point. Gets, gets one point and whoever got the fastest lap within the top 10 people will get one bonus point but if you finish from 11 to 20 you're not scoring points and these points tally up to yourself as a racer and to your team yes so even how she said earlier even that one point from the fastest lap could like determine the championship winner yeah for sure for both the driver and the constructors right Okay, dun dun dun. Time to get into the teams. The teams. Ready? Ready. So there are 10 teams, and each team has two drivers. Teams have a team principal. Sometimes a team principal is the CEO. Um, we're mainly just going to tell you about the drivers and this uh, team principals we know really well. Like, because this is like the people who are in the spotlight most of the time. So you don't really care about like a team principal you never see. Like we're going to talk about the ones who are a little bit like more unhinged. Yeah. Okay. Maybe our own drive to survive. Yeah. Once you would recognize. Yes. Okay. So I guess let's start off with how it finished last year. Okay. We can do that. Mm-hmm. So. How the Constructors Championship finished. Yeah. So the first team we have is Mercedes. What an iconic team. I feel like everybody knows Mercedes because of their driver, Lewis Hamilton, Sir Lewis Hamilton, who is British, seven-time world champion. Um, This year has not won a race. He is partnered with Georgie, George Russell, another British driver who previously raced for Williams. Um, We really have to admire George because he called up the team principal and said, I want to race for Mercedes. And, you know, he really made it happen. Yeah, Mercedes is German and they're both British. Uh, why did I think they were from Austria? Because Toto's not from Austria. Yes, yeah, so their team principal, Toto Wolf, my God, said he owns like 33% of the team or something like that. He's um, also a Delph. <laughs> Zaddy, Zaddy Toto Wolf. How no, he's he's like known to be like this huge entre- entrepreneur and like very successful life and career. Yeah, he his <laughs> achievements speak for themselves. The team has won like eight years in a row or something crazy like that. Um. So yes, big Toto fans. Big Toto fans, mm-hmm. and he, he has 
quite a bit of a rivalry with the team principal from our next team, Red Bull Racing. Um, so the two drivers are Max Verstappen, who is currently winning the championship this year. Yes. By a lot. Um, <laughs> as we mentioned, he's probably going to win within the next couple of races. Yes. Be titled. Mm-hmm. Um, and his teammate is Sergio Perez. He is a Mexican driver. He's known as Checo. He used to drive for Racing Point, Force India, um, those days. And then Chris Horner yeah, that's called him good, up. That's such a good story he to say. He called him up. Um, Sergio Perez found himself without a seat at the end of the season. When was it? 2020? Twenty twenty Yes, at the end of twenty twenty, because he's only been at Red Bull one year, right? Right. It's yeah. Second year. Yeah. So at the end of, I hope we're right. At I the, think so. At the end it's of, either twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. Yes, but at the end of the season, he um found himself without a seat, and I think he won the race or something. And Christian called him. Yeah, Christian called him because that's when the whole Pierre Alex season happened. Mm-hmm. And they needed a teammate for Max, and Checo took the seat at Red Bull. And he has delivered. He has delivered. He's been a great partner to Max, and he's, I think, in second place right now, or third, yeah. maybe. Checo is a fucking legend, yeah. in the words of Max Verstappen. He is good. And their team principal, as I mentioned, is Chris Horner, who I think, like, one of his life goals is to just like annoy the shit out of Toto Wolf. One hundred percent. He is most satisfied when he's doing that in life, or when Max wins a race. For sure, Christian <laughs> just like sits there drinking his morning, I guess, tea, and he's like, "What can I do what to push I? Toto's? Yeah, how can I irritate him today?" today? Definitely. And like the thing is, like Toto knows this, so he brushes it off. But like Christian doesn't really let him off the hook. Like yeah, no, Christian. Christian's like, <laughs> I think Toto said it once. Like he's like the dog that just like keeps barking or something. <laughs> I I've heard I feel some like sort I've of heard joke this. about yes. this. Um. Yes. 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 Okay. Something else. Max is currently racing with the number one. Because he won the world champion last year, so he gets to race with the number one. Only the person who won can do this. But if not, he would be number 33. If you ever see, like, Max merch with 33. Oh, I thought it was because you're allowed to change your number when you win. Mm-hmm. And he chose number one because no one else is number one right now. You No, no he can't. you can't change it to anything other than number one. You can keep your number or oh. be number one. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So, like, let's, so will he lose it next year? If he doesn't win, like if he were to not win, yeah, I think you have to give it up. Mm. Yeah, it's only the number one could only be for the drop the driver who won the world championship. Lewis never wanted to change his because supposedly there's a curse. Like Sebastian Vettel, I believe he changes and then he stopped winning. That's also when he went to Ferrari. Yeah, it looks like it was the Ferrari curse, the not Ferrari the number curse. one curse. <laughs> well, all I can say is it's good luck for Max because he is winning yeah. by hundreds of points. Yeah, easily. Like, he's flying in these races. Yes. Um. Yeah, so Max, you'll also see a lot of orange around him. He races under a Dutch license, and he's also Belgium. You can only race under one. Yeah, he was born in Belgium, right? I, he was raised in Belgium, but I don't know. I think he's 50-50. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to do this team? You can do this team. I will. Okay. So next we have Ferrari, which I think is, like, the most iconic, classic Formula One team. They're the guys in the red car. But have you seen on the internet, there's, like, this recurring, like, consensus within fans that Ferrari is out to get Carlos, because they post the worst pictures of him. I know. They don't post very good photos of Carlos. It's okay. Carlos is posting great pictures of himself. He That's looks funny. good in that one. Yeah, he does. Carlos looks really good in the um, like preseason photo shoot photos. He always... Looks good. And we have a joke that we think that that's the only time he gets a haircut during the season. Because <laughs> he's always freshly cut. But anyways, we didn't even introduce them. So... 
driver who has been there longer on the team mm-hmm. is Charles Leclerc. Or Charles Leclerc. He is currently in second place mm-hmm. as of today. Yes, in the in the drivers' championship. In the drivers' championship, he is from Monaco. He is quite the stud. An angel. And an angel. Ladies' man. We think that... I think Charles, within the next like couple years, will be a champion. If he would have been a champion this year, he won a couple of races that he was leading at one point mm-hmm. as well because he won the initial race. But his he team, was leading for a bit. His team is a one. Ferrari first, is iconic, up. and you would think they are number one, but they are not getting it together. As you've heard on our other podcast, all their mishaps. Yeah, they're. That's the running joke right now yeah. is Ferrari's strategy. Um, but his teammate and my favorite driver is Carlos Sainz. He just resigned this year for two more years with Ferrari, which is really exciting. I love him in red, and I love the driver pairing of him and Charles. I think they're really good together. What else about Carlos? He is from Spain. He Madrid. won. Yes, from Madrid. He won his first race this year in Silverstone. Mm-hmm. He, his dad is a race car driver. His dad has his same name, Carlos Sainz yes. Sr., and he is junior. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what I like about this is that, like, his dad's legacy doesn't really interfere with what he's building for himself. Yeah. I, think he, I don't think there's, like, that pressure. Yeah. Carlos has raced for a lot of teams. <coughs> if you're familiar with Drive to Survive, you've probably been able to follow – his career path, path. Yeah. yeah so he actually started with the red bull program him and max used to be teammates at Alphatari, which we'll, we'll get into what team that is he then went to reynolds and he was in mclaren for two years where he he's just like iconic for making friends i guess he had a very Strong friendship with Strong Lando. romance with Lando. Then their team principal oh. is Mattia Binotto. Looks yeah. a little bit like Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> it's the glasses. Um, but I don't know. Guy needs to get his team together because Ferrari right now is a joke. A mess. A mess. Yes. I have to mention something else. Christian Horner... From Red Bull, the team principal. He's married to Ginger Spice. <laughs> That's a fun fact I had to share. Yes. Okay. <laughs> moving moving along. So now we're on our fourth team. My favorite, who has Daniel Ricardo, Australian, and Lando Norris, British. Yes. Um, so Daniel is one of the older drivers on the grid. He is not a world champion. He's won a couple of races. He's won in Monaco. He won last year, uh, 2021, racing with McLaren. And it was McLaren's first win in like 10 years. Daniel just has the biggest personality, biggest smile. Everyone loves him. But Daniel does not have a seat for 2023. So, in fact, he was kicked out mid-contract. Oh, yeah. We... Yeah. We, we we covered that, but you can go back to one of our other <laughs> podcasts and hear the drama that happened with him. So he was supposed to be with McLaren until 2023, and that is no more. He finds himself without a seat, and it doesn't look like he fits into any other of the other teams or will accept the low pay because he is one of the highest paid drivers on the grid, like probably top three. Yeah. Yes. Um, and next up, we have Lando Norris, who made his debut uh, with Formula One in, I guess, 2019 with this team. Little Lando. Little Lando has grown up, glowed up. Um, <laughs> he, like I said, had an iconic romance with Carlos. Him and Daniel started off a little rocky, but they, they're boys now they're boys now and you can really really tell Lando's starting to miss him already I know um poor Lando has gone through two teammates yeah he's about to get his third one which okay I guess we can say Oscar Piastri will be in this team next year also Australian but 
younger. It will be his first season in F1. And I don't know if that makes Lando feel some type of way because I think there'll definitely be a little bit of rivalry there. Yeah. Like they're closer in age. Like he's the new guy on the team. He's new to F1. Yeah, with a lot of like publicity. Yeah, with a lot of back drama that Lando will have to like comment about all the time. Mm -hmm. I feel like Lando shows his like annoyedness when he responds to media sometimes. Yeah, for sure. And he has not won any races yet. Not yet. Not yet. Best is P2. That's it. Oh, no, that is not it for McLaren. Team principal is Andreas, German. I find him to be so cutie. He looks very tender, but you know what I'm starting to think? That he gets Zach Brown, CEO, to do the dirty work for him. <laughs> Zach Brown, I used to love him. He was, like, not saddy. He was, like, Papa, you know, like, Papa Bear. <laughs> yeah, he, it looked like he took Lando and Carlos under his wing. But, you know, he has investors to keep happy. And, yeah, he terminated Daniel's contact. We have some beef to pick with him. Or a bone to pick. (laughs) 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 Our next team is Alpine, who um, has Eswan Ocon as a driver who is French. He has been on the team now for two years? Yeah, because they were Reynolds. Because they were run out previously. The um, yellow ones. The yellow and black team. Kind of looked like what Carlos and and um, Charles oh. looked like at Monza, but that was a flashback. So they used to be formerly known as Renault. Esvon Ocon is their first driver. And then their second driver is Fernando Alonso, who is a four-time world champ. He, I think, is one of the oldest drivers or the oldest driver on the grid. He's retired and come back. He might he might be the oldest person in the whole organization. <laughs> he's pretty old, but he's in his forties. And you know what? Like he's still finishing races in the top ten. Like that's impressive. Sorry for the sirens. We're recording live from New York City. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like they have a pretty good relationship. Like kind of like a mentor, older, like wise figure. But Fernando has caused so much drama this year because he kicked off the Alpine drama where he unannounced, well, not unannounced, he announced (laughs) that he was not going to be driving for Alpine and was instead going to be driving for Aston Martin next year. Alpine was clearly not ready for this. And so that's when the whole drama happened where they announced Oscar, but Oscar was not signed for them. He was signed for McLaren. And now the seat is still empty and we're still waiting to see who will be taking Fernando's old seat. Yeah, to be determined. To be determined. Okay, so this team is a little bit confusing because their title sponsor and their team principal used to be from another team that doesn't really exist anymore. It used to be Force India and Racing Point. They were sponsored by BWT. So Otmar is the team principal, and it does seem like him and Fernando have beef because Fernando said how mm-hmm. everybody knew he wasn't going to race for Alpine anymore except Otmar, which you would think that your team principal would know this. Well, Otmar is also interesting because he was the team principal for Aston Martin. Mm-hmm. So he was very close with Daddy Stroll. Yes. And then he up and left there was like all this drama over the seat over like the break the winter break Mm -hmm. and then he just said he was going alpine crazy yeah so even team principals love the drama yeah as you can see there's a lot of moving parts in f1 at all times um esteban okan you know i am i feel neutral about him he does seem like a smart guy, and I feel like he's just waiting his turn. Toto is his manager, so I don't. We don't know, but maybe there are plans for him to one day get into one of those Mercedes seats. I think he has to do something impressive. Like he needs to do something else, like the Hungary race last year. Yeah, he he is a race winner. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. a race winner. He is playing the long game. I feel that's it. That's it for them that we know of. <laughs> Next up. We have Alpha Tari that used to be Toro Rosso, 
which I recently learned that Toro Rosso means Red Bull in Italian. <laughs> um, so Red Bull is the only brand to have two teams on an F1 grid. There are other teams that have partnerships or like sister relationships with other teams. Alphatari and Red Bull are actually like owned by the same brand. Yeah. yeah. We have Pierre Gasly, the Frenchman. And we have Yuki Sonoda from Japan. Yes. Sonoda? Sonoda. Sonoda. Yeah. Yes. So Pierre Gasly has been part of the Red Bull brand since probably his debut here. I don't recall him being another team ever. But he was promoted to the Red Bull team. And midway through the season, he had one of those, sorry, you're not performing, we're demoting you. Um, so he got sent back to Alphatari, where he went on to win a race. <laughs> when he went on to win a race, yes, iconically. Yes. So he was he he was doing pretty well in Alphatari, but at the end of the day, it's not a good, it's not a great team. They're not performing as well as they, they don't should. have that good of a car this yeah. year. And Pierre has so much potential. Next up, we have Yuki, who, like I said, he is from Japan. He debuted in 2021 last year. He is known to say crazy things on the radio. He curses out like crazy. everybody. Crazy anger management. Um, <laughs> he is a big swear when he's driving. A firecracker. Like you wouldn't expect it from him. <laughs> yeah. But he does not have a seat confirmed yet. Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if he will be back next year. It's seeming like he is going to be with Alphatari, but Alphatari might have that vacancy again, like we said, because it may be that Pierre is moving to Alpine, the team we just talked about. Yeah. Not sure the name of the team principal for this team, but Helmut Marco, who is like uh, an advisor to Red Bull, does do a lot of the decision making and overseeing for Alphatari. Who Alphatari, they're, they're like a clothing brand. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, Aston Martin, <laughs> formerly Racing Point, formerly <laughs> Force India. Yeah. Right? Am I right? Yeah, you're right. Aston Martin took over as the brand complete, last year. Complete brand makeover. Yeah, complete brand makeover. They are owned by Lawrence. Lawrence Stroll, who one of the drivers on the team is his son, Lance Stroll. He's from Canada. The whole joke around him is that he has paid for his seats. He did do well in under and like lower divisions, mm-hmm. um, but hasn't really performed in Formula One, I would say. Well, in his debut season, he was on podiums. Interesting. Mm-hmm. He just, I, I'm confused because they're, uh, they're the people, whoever the people speaking are, making it seem like Aston Martin is going to come out with a spaceship next season and they're just going to be so fast they're almost dead last this season so i don't know what the hype is on going on there but yeah they don't even make it into the second qualifier during saturdays their car is slow yeah and and they have as their second driver sebastian Vettel, who is a four-time world champ as well so it's not like they have rookie rookie drivers and lance has been driving in formula one for at least four years now Mm -hmm. So mm, we'll see what happens with them. Yeah. Um, but Sebastian Vettel, as I said, used to drive for Red Bull, used to drive for Ferrari, like very big names. And he just announced his retirement this year. Do we have, is there an open seat? No, Alonso. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it's so How could I forget that? I feel like there's such an intertwining between what currently is Alpine and what used to be, and what currently is Alpine and what and is used, Aston Martin, yeah. what used to be... I do get them, like, a little... Yeah, Force India and Racing Point, because they've changed... They've carried over drivers and sponsors and team principals, but this team was still another team. It, ugh, yeah. crazy. But it yeah. gets a while. It takes a while to get used to them, and then mm-hmm. by the time you get used to them, they've changed their branding, they've changed their drivers. Yeah. Um. So, Lance Stroll... Or his father, Lawrence Stroll. They are billionaires. So that is why they own this team. They put all their money into this. 
that's why Lance has a seat because his dad is paying him. Do you see how much he's getting paid? Per point is yeah. crazy. He has a pretty high salary compared to other drivers. Like someone of his caliber would not be making that much money. <coughs> Aston Martin just announced that they started a driver's program. Like, you know how there's Ferrari Drivers Academy. Yeah. They just started one and they have their first recruit, which is the boy who won f2 this year so they have just signed on felipe oh Dragovic. i have seen him yes. yeah and it looks like he's lining up to race for ashton martin in the future interesting moving on our next team is williams racing they're another one of the classic teams they used to be winning back in the day they were like a family-owned brand now they've kind of fallen to the back of the field we have hope for them they're 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 like the underdogs that i always want to do well kind of team yeah they also got a new team principal last year i want to say so josh he's he's been making a lot of improvements on the team but their drivers are alex albon is from the uk with tide descent and then we have nicholas latifi who is unconfirmed for next year as of right now he's from canada he's the one that is usually crashing on the weekends (laughs) unfortunately because he has a track record now so we can say that and alex albon used to drive for red bull as well he was without a seat last year but came back this year for williams which we're super happy about if alex can do it dan can do it yeah that's a good point if alex can leave then so can Danny, but Alex is younger. Yes, that is true. So when we said Pierre raced for Red Bull and he was demoted because he wasn't performing, Alex's album got pulled in and he finished the second half of the season. Yes. And that's all he was there for because Christian replaced him with Checo. Yep. And so that's when he was out last year and then is back this year and Williams has scored a ton of points for them. Yeah. More than Latifi, so... Latifi has scored zero points. Um, but similar, similarly to Lance Stroll, Nicholas Latifi's father is a huge investor in Williams. So in the same... He's a paid driver. He's there because his dad is paying for him to have a seat, which I, I think that that will be no more because Lance isn't horrible. Of course, maybe there is somebody better, um, but with Latifi, there's definitely somebody better. And yeah. that was proven this past weekend in Monza when Nick DeVries had to race for Alex and he scored points. And Williams probably realized that they have a midfield car, not a back of the field car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have, they do because Alex has made it to Q3 even, I think, in qualifying. Yeah. There's potential, but Nick is not pushing it to the limit. I think he's just scared after all the crashes and like... Yeah, he's probably very in his head. And like people do talk a lot about him. Um, There was a lot last year too Mm -hmm. because people blamed him for (laughs) the red flag in Abu Dhabi. That cost Lewis to lose and Max to win. Yeah, and like there's some trolls on the internet that... So next up, we have Alfa Romeo, who for this season of 2022, then they have two new drivers. So the first driver is Valtteri Bottas, which we also love. He used to race for Mercedes for about five years, but, you know, he decided to make a change for many reasons. He just wanted to be happier, even if it wasn't at the winning team. And his... I uh, do think... His seat was also lost to George, though, sadly. Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess it really wasn't fully his decision, but he was okay with it. Valtteri is from Finland. He's Finnish. Finnish. Mm-hmm. Um, he owns a gin company with his girlfriend, and he also owns like a coffee shop that I'm going to put that on my bucket list. I want to try Valtteri coffee he's very funny like he has yes. a good sense of humor he gets social media he, yeah he, he does get social media yeah he like makes really funny tiktoks and they're not try hard at all like 
he actually barely even speaks in them. It's just like his vibe. Yeah. Also, he really loves being naked. Like he, <laughs> he, he sells. Like, I think it's a finished thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. He sells pictures of his booty for charity. I love that for him. Go he's ahead. pretty great. Yeah. We want good things for him. Yeah. He's he's doing fine in this team. I think they were maybe doing a little better at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, and then next up we have Chinese sensation Zhou Guanyu. <laughs> um, Zhou is spelled with a Z H O U. He is from China. It is his he's a rookie. It is his debut season. He scored points on his first race. Go him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much about him. I actually heard him on I know he's a sneakerhead. They showed him they showed something about that. Yeah, I heard him on a podcast recently and he was saying how he he's very into fashion. Um, I think he said he wanted to design like merch or a fashion line. He says he really likes hip hop and stuff like that. So that's all. That- he also is the one who had that crazy crash this season mm-hmm. at Silverstone, right? Yeah, he did. His car flipped over so many times. Thank yeah. God for the halo. Yeah, thank God for the halo. So next team, one our of final our team, fi- our final team, and honestly, one of my favorites. Go America! Go USA! <laughs> <laughs> we have Haas. Who one of their drivers is Mick Schumacher, son of the great Michael Schumacher. Um, he is German. He's been driving for the team since last year. New teammate this year, Kevin Magnussen, who used to drive for Haas before Mick and Nikita were on the team. Yes. Um, he was kind of driving for Haas when they were like that new team on the block, like bad boy energy he used to have so much beef with nico holkenberg which we can like spend a whole episode talking about yeah. driver beefs but really happy to have kevin magnuson back on the grid i think he was really missed yes um and i do like the pairing between nick and kevin kevin we, came back and he just started performing yeah he just started performing i feel like the only time he hasn't been performing is when the car is just not doing great mm-hmm. Mick, is Kevin confirmed for next year? Yes. So Mick, we haven't confirmed, which is why we're thinking he might either move teams or he might stay with us. We're not really sure, but I do think he will have a seat on the grid. And then their team principal. Legend. Legend, the one and only Gunther Steiner. Love that man. I could like Adriana really loves him. I really could talk about him all day. Like, he's so funny. I think he has so much heart and, like, so much passion for the sport. Like, their team is obviously not the greatest. You know how much stress he must go under? And he's still showing up there every weekend. And, like... He never gives up. He never gives up. He knows how to ask Gene Haas, who's the owner yeah, of Yeah, for team, forgiveness a lot. For, for forgiveness and money. Haas was... um. They debuted in 2016, so they're a very new team. And I feel like they go up and down. Last season, they finished dead last. But I'm going to have to say it's because they had two rookies. Like, two rookies with not the best car. They also had zero upgrades to their car last year. Yeah, they don't have a lot of money because, you know, they're kind of funded by just, like, a a man who's passionate about racing. And, like, you're only going to put up put in so much of your millions even if you have a lot of it you're not going to go crazy with it i mean lawrence is a billionaire so that's another story but that's why it's important for them to have a good sponsor and drivers who are well known like i'm sure having nick in their lineup has definitely helped kevin is like a known has he won an f1 race before oh i don't know that's something i don't know i don't think he has He's still a great driver, and he's known on the team, so his history. Yeah, I think Um, Daniel going to Haas would have been great for Haas. Probably not great for Daniel, but Daniel would have brought them so many sponsors. That is true, but again, go back to the money situation. Well, Haas is like in seventh place this year, so they're or maybe even higher. They're doing a lot better. Yeah. Is that it? Those are your 10 teams. Those are your 10 teams, 20 drivers, plus some more. 
stuff we said. I don't even know. We give you a lot of info. Yeah. So if you have questions from any of those things that we talked about, rewind. (laughs) (laughs) Rewind or send us a message on our Instagram. We love to, we love explaining. Yes. Love explaining. And if it's something that like we definitely can talk about, we would bring it up in the next podcast. For sure. Yeah. So our podcasts are meant to be more like unscripted what's going on. But if you guys need to know something, we'll we'll put together a little guide for you. We're thinking of maybe doing something similar, but for the WAGs. So you get to know who the WAGs are. More more than half of the drivers have a partner. So it would be a little extensive like this. And we love the girlies. Yes, we do. Okay, so I don't know if you guys will hear from us again before Singapore you may because we may find out stuff about the grid and need to have an emergency podcast session but should we give predictions just in case for singapore oh i don't know i'm going for all these boys who are training not for the boys who are not i'm really i mean as always gonna hope that ferrari does well Mm -hmm. i hope for ferrari like first place i think george is hungry George is hungry too, but I want one of the younger boys to get their maiden win. I, Alex. Here I'm going to say, I want Max to not be crown champ yet. Yet. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen in, in Singapore. Okay. I hope it happens in Japan because I don't want it to happen in Austin. We never know. You never know. Max's car can break. <laughs> well, I doubt it. They're pretty reliable over there right now at Red Bull. Um, what about me? I want George to like get George. his maiden win. It would just be nice. The to thing see. with George and me is like I do love George, but right now he's really neck and neck with Carlos. Oh, for the for the points I see. in the in the order. So if George does well, it hurts Carlos, I and see. I don't want Carlos hurt. Okay, I see, I see. But maybe Do you George- want Carlos hurt? Of course not. <laughs> no, but I would like George to win a race and then Carlos can keep winning the other ones. You know what? Carlos has only won a race. I would also like him to win. So I saw a funny meme and it's like, did Ferrari not get the memo that they're going to Singapore, not Antarctica? Because you know how they're all training like for the hot and the heat? Yeah. Charles was like cold plunging. Yeah. (laughs) He did do that. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Pit Walk Girls. We love chatting for you guys. Follow us on Instagram, Pit Walk Girls. Please rate the podcast five stars. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time.